podcast. If you don't know my voice, it's probably because I've been gone for a couple of weeks. So they tried to replace me with a robot. Apparently, it did not work. So get me again. This is Off Our Game podcast episode number 10. I am joined by two of the nicest guys you ever meet. First one is Brian Cook. Is he talking about us? Screw you, Sosa. <laughs> don't, don't you dare call me Mr. Nice Guy. No, it's good you're back, man. I'm glad you're back. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. I appreciate it a whole lot. So things have been a little crazy in Sosa House. So, but it was a good vacation. It was a very good vacation, very much so. So it was much needed. So I appreciate you guys holding down the fort while I was gone. I appreciate it very, very much. So anyway, the next guy loves to lift the weights even in his sleep. Hello, Kerry Mullen. Hey, brother. What's up? Welcome back. Glad you're back. Uh, we had great shows without you. I mean, we did miss you. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's what I was, that's what I was yeah, wondering. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I did not get eaten by a bear. I just want to let y'all know that. So, well, you know, that's always face fun. Looked like you got a, although your face looks like it got attacked by one. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, apparently, we, uh, according to my father-in-law, he spotted a bear. I didn't see it, but, you know, there you go. Bears are out there. So I can say. Good deal. So he yeah. barely saw it? Oh! Uh, <laughs> wow, man. Got to bring the bad uh, jokes. That really, really good. <laughs> that, that joke really had a chance. Oh, it was a little yeah. grisly. So <laughs> uh, that's really good. I like it. So well, what have y'all been up to for two weeks? I know y'all been doing a better job. I see that the show has been done much better hands. So how are y'all been? Uh, I don't know about better hands or anything, man. It was it was it was it was fun still doing it, but uh, it was it was not the same. We're glad you're back. Now I've been busy yeah. just with work, man. I had that that virtual graduation last week oh, I had yeah, to run go. with. How'd that go, man? Oh, man. The video itself that I created took me about 20 hours to get together. But the night of the virtual graduation, we had every technical hiccup that you could possibly imagine. Really? The, first, the first problem was that um, the invitations that we sent out from Zoom, mm-hmm. were, if you got the panelist invitation, you got in. If you got the yeah. invitation, it didn't work. Wow. It Whoa. Okay. Yeah, didn't work at all. So none of them got the, none of the families, none of the other people got in. And this group, this cohort, really didn't want to have a virtual graduation. So when we logged on, there was only like 10 people. And we're like, well, you know, this is maybe what's to be expected, I guess. Maybe they don't want to be there. About 10 minutes into it, we started realizing, oh, we've got a problem. So we had to go through the entire graduation, mm-hmm. had an, an emergency meeting at the end of it. And basically what we did was we just ran it back, and I just did a, another meeting without doing it as a webinar and had everybody come in. Then we ended up with like 60 people. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it was. A, and during the whole thing, Zoom was crashing outage during the first one it was it was, it was a nightmare that is wow. crazy that sounds yeah. nice uh mullins yeah. how about you you've been has things been nicer than whatever cook's going through over there oh yeah i haven't had near that kind of uh anxiety <laughs> running around it's uh oh. it's been pretty smooth just uh, we've been getting some rain and such and that's been pretty nice lots of rain at yeah. least here oh yeah, yeah we haven't got as much as you but we've been getting some oh yeah. and here's <laughs> i forgot the most important detail of this you guys are gonna laugh your ass off on this one it's, it's sad. It really is, but it's also funny. So to add to the complications, one of the graduating seniors' name was left off the presentation. Aww. Not only was she her name left off the presentation, she didn't want to participate. Her okay. fiancé talked her into participating, and she was at her dinner rehearsal dinner for her wedding, and they <laughs> displayed the entire graduation at the rehearsal dinner. <gasps> and, what? Her, and her name was not read. That is oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. Epic. Oh, that oh, poor yeah. girl. Oh, 
Yeah, horrible. Yeah, that's Absolutely. not embarrassing at all. Oh my god, you talk just a level of chaos. Wow. What? Yeah, it was wow. bad. Wow. Okay. Did, did she complain or something afterwards? Yeah. Dur- no. During the graduation. <laughs> what? During. The, why is my name not red? <laughs> wow. Was I, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I graduated. Fridge, man? Why is my name not red? <laughs> oh man. Wow. That's awesome. Oh. That we should stop the show right there. Oh man, <laughs> really? I felt so bad for her. I really did. I, I'd have been pissed too, man. I'd yeah. Have been too. That wow. alone, for, that alone for our two listeners right there is entertaining. You know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, according to Anchor, we have eleven viewership. There's eleven people that listen to us, and damn it, one of them's international in Ireland. And whoever it is in Ireland, <laughs> hey man, top of the morning to you. We're glad you're listening. That's right. Where's my head? What the. What is the time difference between here and Ireland? Anybody know? Uh, six hours, I think. Six hours? Time difference like to Ireland. Hours. Come on. Something like that. So, yeah, it's, it's morning time. Let's see, what, let's see what Google says. It's not just six hours. You're right. It's six hours. So, yeah. Somebody's somebody's yeah. getting up and listening to us. That's great. You know, I love Amazing. that. First thing in the morning, they get to listen to us. So. Hey, that's the best way to start your day. I mean, that's what I tell my wife all the time. You know, I am right here encouraging you first thing in the morning. You know? I'm sure that goes very well. Is she a oh, morning yeah, person? Absolutely. <laughs> Hey, wait a minute. You think she is? I think so. I, I, I would think Natalie would be a morning person. She appears to be a morning person. Is she a morning person, Susan? Uh, I mean, I'm Could not I a morning person. That report? I am not a morning person. So people say, you know, you marry the opposite. So I'm going to say that she is a morning person. So there you go. Oh, man. You're not a morning person, Susan? I, I, I yeah. Okay, I, I see it. I'm not that I'm not a morning person. It's just uh, I'm getting up, and most of the time, the first thing I want is like breakfast. I'm a breakfast person, so I'm like, "Hey, we're up at five o'clock in the morning. Let's go get breakfast, Doctor." So you, you need to eat before you interact with anybody. Is what I'm hearing. No, I mean not like that. It's just the fact you'll get a better response from me the rest of the day. You'll get the a rest better of the response. day. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the day. Be the rest of the day. And he'll be happy. That's right. Oh, man. That's right. That's great. That's right. So it's one of those things. I mean, are are y'all morning morning people? I mean, good. Oh, yeah, people? I'm morning. No, I'm no. up with the crack dawn, man. I, I love getting up about five five thirty and just being alone. Nobody else being up. Love it. Yeah. Mullins? No, no. I want to sleep in, and when I do get up, don't talk to me. There you I, go. I just for about an hour. Just I don't want to talk to nobody. I've known Mullins for about twenty three years now, and I, I haven't seen him. He's not grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're thinking about yourself. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I will say the older I get, the the, uh, the more get off my front yard guy I'm becoming. Oh yeah, me too. Well, yeah, that's, absolutely. That's a natural transformation, and oh, like you're yeah. not doing that, and you're not doing it right. I'm oh, embracing yeah. it. I, I I am too. I I can tell slowly it's going to be that way. I told Natalie. I said I said how my grandfather is exactly probably how I'm going to be. So ready. That man does yeah. not take prescription medicines for his life. I said I ain't taking medicine either. I don't care what they say. Right. I ain't taking nothing right. in my body. No prescription medicines. If you, so, someone gives you hydroxychloroquine, you better take it. That I might take, but anything else, I'm not taking that. I'm not taking that. If I can't, if I can't cure it, if I can't <laughs> exactly. cure it with, if I can't cure it with some Windex or anything else, that's <laughs> I'm not gonna use it. <laughs> I almost spit my drink out. Oh my gosh, dude. My dad used to spray Windex on his elbow for arthritis all the time. Oh, <laughs> squeaky clean, I'm sure. Oh my gosh, that's funny you say that, man. Oh, dude. Hey, my, wow. my grandfather, my grandfather, okay, what he would do for like an acid, you know what he would do? He'd mix water and baking soda into his 
Oh yeah. yeah. And I think about that now. I'm thinking I couldn't do that. I could do it probably now that I'm older. But when I was younger, I was like, I'm like, I ain't, I'm not putting that down. Uh-uh. That's gross. So. <laughs> That's like my dad for headaches. You know what he used to take? What's that? BC powder. Oh yeah, oh, dude. Yeah, Let's just too. eat some crushed up aspirin. That's yeah. <laughs> that's that some style stuff. By by the by the case, man. He he take that stuff like oh man, his his that's blood ran like water. Basically, that's the way he looked at yeah. it. So, oh, I got a headache, got a kidney infection, BC powder, BC powder. Right. Yeah, dude. You know what's crazy? So my grandfather is ninety three, right? And he he is you know he's he is in hospice now, and not that he's going to pass away. It's just one of the things they're preparing for, right? Right away. Yeah. Right. But. The dude is amazing, right? I mean, he he's in hospice. The only thing that keeps him from basically giving up is that he has bad arthritis in his knees, but he has no high blood pressure. He has no diabetes. He has nothing else wrong with him internally. The man's still coherent, but the only thing is wrong is that the fact that in his lower back and his knees, his arthritis is so bad because he's a you know he's a manual laborer all his life. Right. That's the only thing yeah. that keeps him from getting up and walking every day. The dude is a freaking beast, basically. It's that generation, man. Oh yeah, born in the born in the twenties. Man, they're just those guys are just not they're don't like that anymore. My dad was born in twenty nine and he was the same mm-hmm. way, man. He was a machine all the way up until the very end. Yeah. Well, it's those guys where you get that phrase, you know, the old man strength. Oh yeah. yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. You you shake hands with them, they about crush your hand. Oh yeah, that's, absolutely. That's just normal for them. It's just because yeah. of the way they work. It wasn't that they were lifting weights or anything. That's just what they did. Oh yeah. My I I, I would I would have you bet probably my grandfather could probably outwork me any day of his life. The yep. dude went from sun up to sundown most days with no complaints, no yep. complaints. So anyway, well guys, That's if great. you haven't guessed already from listening our viewership, those two people out there in the internet world, this is an impromptu show. So we've all been busy apparently with cook stuff and I've been gallivanting in Colorado. This is a very impromptu show. So you get the best of all of our personalities plus the topics. So gentlemen, are y'all ready to talk about some stuff? Let's roll. Let's talk about sports. I want to lead this one off with the Jamal Adams trade. So first yeah. of all, I need to give a shout out to Mullins and Cook again for saving my butt and getting, the, getting everything ready tonight. So I appreciate that, you guys. But the Jamal Adams trade, I thought that was huge. Didn't see that one coming. I thought San Francisco was going to be the one in play for him, not Seattle. So that one came out of left field for me. Cook, what did you think about the trade when you saw it went down? I'm not surprised he was traded. I'm surprised he was traded in Seattle, especially after what he said on Friday about the head coach. I mean, come on, wrong. Everybody thinks uh, the head coach is a clown to begin with, but to have one of the players actually come out and say it, you know, days before they report to camp, I was like, all right, the dude's gone. He, this, if this doesn't punch his ticket, I don't know what will. Yeah. Uh, again, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, if I was the GM, I'd sit his butt on the bench and make him just sit there and stew. But um, yeah, I wasn't surprised he was trading. Now Seattle, I was surprised. Um, that's shocking. I mean, they're, you know, could you imagine? I mean, they're, they're slowly trying to rebuild that Legion of Boom moniker back, it looks like. And uh, he's, a, he's an amazing safety. I would love to have him. I don't know of a team that wouldn't want to have him. That's true. I agree with that. So, I mean, Mullins, it really increases that defense over there. Well, he since know. he didn't go to the Cowboys, he he sucks. So, you know, I'm glad right. he didn't come to the Cowboys. Come here for no bias. <laughs> no, no bias at all. No, because he, he's gonna he's not going to do any good in Seattle, uh, but he would have done great with the Cowboys. Uh, no, uh, really, he, I think that's a big plus for Seattle. Um, that's going to really shore up some their defense. Um, it, it was surprising that they like there. They haven't had one like him since Earl Thomas, right? I mean, he's just a better version of Earl Thomas, in my opinion. Ooh, I wouldn't say that, but I'll oh, let I let think so. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt your balls, but yeah, I believe he's better than Earl Thomas. Man, that's a pretty. We're good gonna break that there. down. Yeah, uh, elaborate. I want to hear this. 
Yeah. He's just a better. He's just a better specimen. He has the same instincts as uh, Earl Thomas. I think he's a uh, a better specimen. To be honest with you, he's bigger, faster, stronger. He's just a bigger, better player, in my opinion. Ooh. Okay. Mm. Physically, okay. Physically, I will. I will agree with you, Cook. Physically, I would agree with you. But I have. I have some doubts about his coverage the way that Earl Thomas can. That's my difference maker there. Earl Thomas can come in the box, and so can Jamal uh, Jamal Adams. And Jamal Adams will be a, a, in the box or down by the line, the scrimmage, safety. But as far as that back half, I don't think he's better than Earl Thomas. So you think, I don't you know. Think, uh, yeah, is he got those good I instincts? I mean, come okay, on. Okay, when it's over and done with, he'll be better than Earl Thomas. Ooh. The dude's two years in the league right now, three years in the league right now. When it's over and done with, I'm going to bet this dude is better than Earl Thomas. Mullins, what do you think? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Um, he's going to be really good. Don't get me wrong, but he ain't going to be that good. He's okay. Let me see. I'll say this. I think, I think Earl Thomas is a ball hawk. Okay. And maybe yeah. that's his strength more than Jamal Adams is. And I think maybe we're talking about two different safeties, right? We're talking about a strong versus a free, right? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm thinking that we're talking about. Now he may be a better strong safety than Earl, but I don't know if he's going to have the ball hawk skills as Earl Thomas. I mean, are you, are you talking, what are you talking about, Cook? He may not have the ball hawk skills of Earl Thomas. I'll give you that. Earl, Earl Thomas is a poor man's Ed Reed, in my opinion. He's uh, okay. Ed Reed to me is like all time. But I mean, he's one of the all time. But Earl Thomas is—he's there. He's a good ball hawk. I agree with you. He's—he is great in zone coverage, and he loves the uh, kind of fit, sit back there and just fish. Yeah, I think I think they're going to use him like they use Cam Chancellor. He's going to be down in the box. He's going to be a punishing, yes. bruising safety. And that's and Earl Thomas was you know the Batman to Cam's Robin, basically the same kind of thing. So that's yeah. what I'm seeing. So I'm, I mean, over and done with. They'll probably they may both be in the Hall of Fame, but I'm gonna give my nod right now to Earl Thomas. So we'll see what happens. Well, hopefully he doesn't make any kind of decisions about you know hooking up with people via Instagram and having your ex-wife come over and put a gun to your head. You know? If he doesn't do anything like that, then I think he's already got a leg up. Well, I mean, I mean, hey, that, you know, depending on how many people are there, maybe a couple. That was ten, that was ten years in. Give him eight more years, and we'll just we'll talk about it then. Yeah, please change. Come on, please change. And that was, it could, that's apples and oranges right now. Cook apples yeah. and oranges. You know. Fruit, fruit. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means either. It doesn't. Nobody knows what it means. It's still going. Okay, everywhere I've read, guys, everywhere I've read says that the Seahawks won that trade. Mullins, do you think the Seahawks won that trade? Because I kind of oh, yeah. No, I, I think they won it. Yeah. Because they got a great player that's going to make a big impact on their team. So, you know, it. I, I think it's a great deal for them. Man, I don't, I don't know about that. But I think the Jets won out on that one. They got, they got two first, a second. Was it two first and a third and a starting safety? But you're talking yeah. about the Jets. They don't know how to and draft a, or a anything, so it doesn't matter. As far as, as far as equity, it's a good, it's a good trade. But you know whether they'll convert on those, who knows? I mean, they picked, picked Jamal Adams, you know. But I mean, who knows that they'll, they'll do that with those two? That's the and one they, problem you run into with these type of trades. Like, oh yeah, you got two first round picks. Well, who are you going to get for them? Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, okay. My thought here too is. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it was a clear win for the Seahawks. I thought both sides got what they wanted, right? So the Jets got the value that they were looking for, and the Seahawks got the player that they wanted. I thought it was a win-win for both. I mean, 
am I wrong or tell me different guys? I can see that. I can see it being, you know, pretty even for both sides. Everybody got what they wanted. Adams got out of the New York. New York got rid of him. They got what they wanted as far as equity back. Yeah. And they got the safety back in return for now. And they got a safety so, back. I mean, you know, so they filled the you, hole. You got a player and you got four draft picks, right? I mean, two, uh, two first rounders. I mean, you can't really beat that, you know? I'd give you two, two first round draft picks for him. So I'd agree. Okay. That's my next. That leads me to my next question. Would you trade for Jamal Adams? Yes. I was yes. hoping it's by some way he would end up in Houston somehow. Put him and Eric Reed together? Oh, my God. That'd be cool. Uh, you would, oh, yeah. Well, we're not going to talk about the trading skills of Bill O'Brien. We've already broken that down too many times. <laughs> we're out of hand oh. sandwiches. <laughs> uh, I wanted him in Dallas. I really did. And I actually think he wanted to go to Dallas. So it's really kind of surprising that that deal didn't even materialize. It didn't even sound like it got any, any traction whatsoever, So, which is kind of disappointing. But I'm used to that from Jerry Jones. So you're you're telling Maybe. me right now that y'all you, you would trade for uh, Jamal Adams to Mullins. You would trade for him. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't Dallas's decision. Maybe it was. Maybe it was uh, the Jets saying, "You know what? We are going to get rid of you, but we're definitely not sending you where you want to go." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very likely. Yeah. That's I mean, possible. It's very possible. I'd be spiteful like that. <laughs> Because to me, the way that he was talking, especially in his tweets and stuff, it really sounded like he wanted to come to Dallas. Um, oh, I think he did. I think Dallas he really fans were like, "Please come here, you know, we want you here." And he was all, "Yeah, I really want to be there. It'd be great," and all that kind of well, stuff. And it's like that video that was on Twitter. He was in a Dallas Fort Worth mall or something yeah. like that, driving to the parking lot, and they were like, "Hey, man, you come to Dallas?" He goes, "I'm trying, man. I'm trying." Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is this is my thought about it, though. I think. I feel like this because the Seahawks are not like a player away, right? They they need more players to be another championship team, right? That that old line needs to be fixed. They have some defensive line. I don't want to say issues, but they have a couple of gaps maybe they want to fill. So the hard part I have about this trade is not like they were a player away. In the next couple of years, they can get away with it in the first round, and then they can pick back up with their progress, right? That's the problem I have with trade. It's just like they're not a player away. They need more players, but to give away that much equity really bothered me. I mean, right or wrong? No, I can, I can see, see that. that. And and that's another reason why I would have thought it would have been great for the Cowboys because putting him on that Cowboys defense, I think, would have upped the level of the rest of the players. And I think it would have been head and shoulders way better than they were. And and with that offense, that's really all you need. So that one player could have made the difference in them going to the Super Bowl or not. I think it's a big move for Seattle. I, I be honest with you, I think it puts Seattle as my favorite now to go to the Super Bowl. Be honest with you. Really? Yeah, I think the Seahawks are my top team in the NFC at this point. Mm, I'm I not going to go there. Especially yeah. if Clowney ends up sounding back. If they end up pulling off and getting Clowney back somehow, I think that's really going to be big. Although I'm hearing rumors he might end up back in Houston. What? What did Bill O'Brien? He, Bill O'Brien give him a ham sandwich? Did he give him a ham sandwich to come <laughs> back? Better, what did he, do? he better give him an extra ham sandwich. Better have extra meat on that bad boy. Two, two slices of ham? Two, two slices, slices of ham on that and sandwich. And better, better be thick slices too. Pepper jack cheese. <laughs> it won't happen, but that's been the rumor. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see. I don't. I'm not gonna put the Seahawks in that that category. I might put them in my top five as, as NFC team, but yes. I'm not gonna put them. In my I favorite. have them in the no. NFC championship game minimum. Wow. Okay. Against, right. barring, barring injury. So yeah. you put them ahead of San Francisco or New yes. Orleans or yes. Tampa Bay. Tampa yes. Bay. Really? Yes. You're crazy. Wow. Wow. And if you remember back when we did the NFC West, I had them coming in at number two behind the jump, the 49ers. Now I have yes. them ahead of the 49ers. Yes. All right. Okay. Last question. Last question for this. Okay. And this is just, I just wrote this one down. So 
that you know Jamal Adams was very vocal throughout the whole process that he wanted to be out of the organization which you know I understand you don't want to play where you don't want to play blah 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 but the level of unprofessionalism that I thought was displayed do you think that should be allowed in the locker room in the organization by the NFL for the most part Cook I mean what do you think I get tired of that nonsense man that's the biggest thing that I don't like about this story is all the chaos you, know, you got him Antonio Brown you know it seems like these guys lately just uh, Le'Veon Bell, these guys just, you know, if they don't want to be there, they just raise a ruckus until it gets to a point where the other team just like, screw it, we're just going to get rid of them, get what we can for them. It takes, a, it takes a general manager to put their foot down and go, look, dude, you're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Shape up or just sit your ass on the bench. That's mm-hmm. where it's going to go. What you want to do, you know? And yeah. they start doing that and that crap will stop. That's why right. the Texans need me for their general manager. Mullins? <laughs> <laughs> But should yeah, that be I mean, allowed? Should that kind of stuff be allowed? It all depends, man. We don't know what's going on in the background with uh, with a lot of this mess. And so, I mean, it could have been, you know, everything was all nice and buddy-buddy in the beginning. And he was trying to say, look, you know, I'm not happy here. I really want to go. And they're like, well, we'll see about that. You know, maybe they drug him along too long and he just got fed up with everything. Who knows? He's in the now, second and, year of his contract, isn't he? Yeah, but with the Jets. Nobody wants to play with the Jets anyway. Would you play for the Jets if they drafted you? Well, that's a different story. <laughs> Why is it different? Because I, no, I have, I'm not an elite player. You in the, just the said NFL. nobody wants to play for the Jets. Well, they can pay me. I'll sit on the bench. I don't care. Oh, <laughs> just to be in the NFL, but we're talking about an elite player. So, you know, it, it, did it get out of hand? Probably. You know, did he take it too far? Now, Antonio Brown's a completely different story, in my opinion. That dude, he just went, he went wacky. Yeah, he went wacky. He lost, he lost yeah. his screw somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. What did he do that was worse than Jamal Adams? In my opinion, Jamal Adams was much worse than Antonio Brown. Or Antonio Brown. I thought Antonio Brown, I, he he blamed Big Ben, and then he blamed Cedar's organization. He went he went crazy. And that organization, if there's any a model organization out there right now, as far as stability is concerned, besides the Patriots, it's definitely the Steelers. Okay. Yeah. So it's oranges yeah. and oranges. And, 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 and everybody <laughs> knows that the Steelers. Everybody knows the Steelers are not going to pay pay you the top dollar anyway. Everybody knows that. They're, they may get you close, but everybody knows they're not going to make you the highest paid player. You know, it's, it's just one of those things. I mean, either you play for a great organization, much like the Patriots, or, you know, you can find somebody else. And and since then, what has Antonio Brown done? Since he left the Steelers, what has he done? You know? Dancing with the stars. Yeah. Basically. Dancing with the stars. So, huh? So. Yeah, Antonio Brown did that, Dancing with the Stars. Did he really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's so you know it's TV I watched. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly didn't even know and Dancing with the Stars was on TV still. <laughs> well, not All right. now, well, but I'll, it was. <laughs> I, I will button this part of the show by saying I think I would love to see – I'm know i on Mullen's side too. Like I don't know what goes on in the background, but I would love to see some of these guys sometimes not put everything out there on social media for the public to kind of you know part. I'd love right. to see them go behind closed doors and just be gentlemen about it. And at that point, you know what? You leave and you're like, you know what? Guys, we're at an impasse. It's not going to happen. I would love to move on. You know, I'd love to move on and do something else. Yeah. What if you do that as a professional and you take it behind door closed doors and you run into a GM who's like, you know what? We've got you in a contract for the next two years and on your rookie deal. We're going to take your fifth year option and we're going to franchise you for two years. Mm-hmm. And I flat out tell you, that's what we're going to do. You're not going anywhere. Then what do you do? Then you can make it public. It's fine. You can make it public if you want to. But if, but I would love to, I would love to have known at least, hopefully the first step was they went behind closed doors and not just once. I'm talking like two or three times, you right. know, 
full faith into the organization. And if that didn't happen, then that's fine. If you want to make it public, I'm okay with that. If you feel like you did your part, you were professional and you handled your side very well, I'm okay with that. Completely okay with that. Doesn't bother me any. You have a short, you have a short time span in this in this career, uh, football career. Do what you got to do. I'm fine with it after the fact. So, I can see that. I was just curious what your what your viewpoint of it that happened. Yeah. So all right, let's move on to another topic, gentlemen. So this one is good. We're gonna talk about it just because it's so funny. So not funny. Uh, maybe a little bit. So Tyson, Mike Tyson, huh. Roy Jones Jr. Even my son talked to me about this because he was just like, "Is this real?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I a real deal. Wallace, what do you think? Uh, the way they're going to do it, I think it's a joke. I mean, are they really going to try to do a pay-per-view with that? I mean, yeah, it's supposedly it's supposed to be a pay-per-view, eight-round yeah. exhibition. Basically, it's yeah. just a, a wearing headgear. Yeah, wearing headgear and not really trying to knock each other out. And, and the gloves, they're going to be twelve-ounce gloves as opposed to I think eight. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't pay for that. I'm sorry. I want to see. <laughs> Tyson put a whooping on somebody and you know maybe when he gets in the ring a switch you know goes off on him and he really starts whooping uh Jones Jr but the way it looks right now I wouldn't pay for it no okay good well when I first heard this I got excited I was like oh my gosh man Tyson and Roy Jones Jr there's going to be like the second coming of George Foreman these dudes are going to beat the crap out of each other someone's going to make a run to the heavyweights Mm -hmm. and then I started seeing this exhibition crap with the headgear and all this crap I'm like oh man this is this is a cash grab is what this is yeah yeah and I excited about that and then I started doing some research on it okay I did the carry moments oh boy so (laughs) the rumor and the the theory out there behind this is that this is Tyson's way to get into the ring and actually get some work in that he did want to actually fight spite someone, but he's been on human growth hormone for a while and he can't get a license to do it yet. And he's got to get that crap out of his system. And until it's until he can get the trace out of his system, he can't pass to get a board. Nice. That's why he can't do it. And that's why they're doing the exhibition. For the rest they of the don't show, need the board. for the rest of the show, you will be Mullins and Mullins will be you now <laughs> for the rest of the show. Okay. I want to hear nothing but Trent Dilfer. <laughs> Trendover sucks. Uh, so I didn't think as deep as Cook did, but once I heard about the gloves and the sparring, I was totally disappointed. I was excited like Mullins probably was. I was a little, a little kid in the candy store. Like, yeah, we got two legends going to just knock it out each other out. They're going to go at it. It may last six rounds because there's some older dudes. Somebody's going to go down. And I heard all that stuff, and my heart sank. I was just like, you know what? You had me. You know, it's like the Jim McGuire that you had me at hello. Like, you had me. I was hooked. George Jones, yeah. I was done. Sign me up. That was it. I was ready to go. And now, it's like, nope. We just broke off that whole relationship now. I don't even like you anymore. You know? Yeah, I mean, how are they going to sell this? Really? And apparently the, the, the money's going to charity. Uh, that's how they're trying to sell it. It's, it's, it's a charitable cause as well. Yeah. Mike Tyson's charity? Is that what it's called? Yeah. My- <laughs> yeah. The Bingo Tiger Refuge uh, Camp. Uh, okay. So wow. I, to, I got a question. So let's say, let's take away what's happening. Let's play hypothetical for a second. Tyson and Jones really go at it. They're really going to fight. Mullins, who are you going to take? Oh, I'll take Tyson any day. That dude is just so... <laughs> He is a freaking nature still. I mean, he has still got power. And one punch would be all that it would take. You would take Mike Tyson. You would yep. take Mike Tyson. Mike yep. Tyson. And if, Mike Tyson Mike Tyson. This, that is, if, if Mike Tyson is listening to this show, I just want them to know that Gary Mullins and Brandon Sosa are the ones that are mocking you. Not <laughs> I, I wouldn't know what to talk about. I'm not making fun of Mike Tyson. 
If you want to get in the ring, man, like I said earlier, million dollars cash in my pocket after medical expenses and all my bills paid, we can we can go. We can do this, Mike. Do a real fight. We can do a real fight. Do a real fight. We can we can even do a backyard knuckle fight if you want. Oh, oh, oh no. Okay, okay, all right. Let's not go crazy here. Let's not. This is hey, like you pick, be, you better have a million dollars I ever made. Maybe the quickest million dollars I ever made. This would be that's like you picking Oregon over North Dakota State. That's what this is like. Okay, so don't get ahead of yourself yet. Okay? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oregon yeah. and North Dakota State is strawberries and walnuts. Uh, I don't even know what that means. I don't know. You keep throwing out this fruit to me. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, you did. Lost your mind. You are so lucky that game got canceled. Uh, shoot. Okay. North Dakota State's the one that got lucky. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, I, Oregon was definitely the one pushing and going, we don't want to play because we're going to lose to these guys. <laughs> Please cancel it, Pac-12. Please cancel, cancel it. Please cancel it. Uh, back to the subject. I believe Tyson would whoop Roy Jones. Okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, could you kiss Mike Tyson's ass some more? Could you do that? <laughs> Dude, I think I, you know how some players just or some folks you look at them, they just look like they age well. Yeah. Tyson looks like he's aged well. Roy Jones Jr. does not look like he's aged well to me. I I'd would say that. I don't know if either one of them really aged great. You know, Tyson's fifty-four. Roy mm-hmm. Jones is fifty-one. Uh, mm-hmm. if, I looked at, if you didn't tell me how old Roy Jones was, and I didn't know what area he was from. I think he's like sixty. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah, I want to see, see Tyson fight a real fight. I want to see him get into and get into it with one of these heavyweights. I want to see him crush yeah. a young man's dreams. Yeah. Is this after he fights you? Uh, no, yeah. we we know that's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> just Tyson still dream. looks like he can punch through a brick wall. Yeah, oh, he, he does though. He, he does. I'll be a Tyson fanboy forever. I would love to watch him fight. I would love to see a young Mike. If we could go back in a time machine and convince young Mike Tyson to hold out and be a UFC fighter, I would like to see that. Okay, all right. Hmm. I don't know. Right. I mean, he's got the brawling skills, but that takes some technique. fighter, you got to train him like a UFC fighter. You got to get him, you know, start him out early. But Tyson as a UFC fighter, that would be entertaining. It, it would be. I'll, I'll I'll go three for three. I would I would take Tyson too. But you know, Tyson as a UFC type UFC fighter kind of scares me because he gets really close to you know you get really close like biting wise you know so I'd be scared. <laughs> I'd be scared to fight him. I'm like, what are you gonna bite? Like, are you gonna bite my hands? Are you gonna bite? I don't know that it's it's getting close. I think we have clear evidence that it hasn't taken place. <laughs> That's why he needs to fight Holyfield. That part was said by Brian Cook. So Mike Tyson, Brian Cook said that. Well, you know, he's starting this whole league. The Legends League is what he's starting, right? And the rumor is Holyfield's going to be on the next card. Oh, well, there you go. It's supposed to be a Legends League. And, but, one of the undercard fights is that that I don't know what the guy's name. He's just some stupid YouTuber that Paul, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. he's fighting some undercard. So once once they announced that crap, and I was like, ah, this is, I'm out. Yeah. So well, I don't know about you, but the UFC, UFC is not ready for Mike Tyson anyway. So uh, let's move on to Carrie's uh, interesting sports stuff with that all going on. What do you got for us, Mullins? I got some good laughs for you guys today. So. With the joke of a team name going on in Washington, the Washington <laughs> football team, because they couldn't come to an agreement for their permanent name, I've heard that they wanted to be um, – oh, what was it? Um, and that's why they went with the Washington football team. I think – no, what was it? The Sentinels, yeah. Because um, some guy apparently, you know, saw that uh, that they uh, saved the, the name or um, like a website for that name and such. But – Anyway, besides that, anyway, so they, you know, make a mockery of calling themselves just the Washington football team. So I was really curious of what some of the most odd football or odd team names out there are in this country. And I was laughing my butt off reading some of these things. 
Oh, man. Um, there was a school actually here in Texas that made the list. And I don't think this one was as funny. I just, Austin Westlake, I thought it was great. I was like, oh, they made the list. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're the, uh, how do you say, the Chaparrales? Oh, yeah, the Chaparrales. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they made the list, which I, I was like, wow, okay. But <laughs> number one on this list, um, there's a city in Utah, uh, Jordan, and their team name are the Beat Diggers. Well, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> beat the beat? Beat, beat diggers? Yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah, be the careful how you say that. Beat. Be careful how you say that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Beat diggers. <laughs> what kind of mascot is that? Is it some guy coming out in like dirty overalls <laughs> with a hoe? What is that? <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. That one was pretty crazy. Uh, there's a, a city in Wisconsin that uh, the city name is Badger, and they are the Badger Badgers. Oh, that's lame. Love that's that lame. Name. That's so lame. Get this. How bad of a team do you have to be to have this nickname? Uh, it's a team in North Dakota, uh, Grafton St. Thomas, and their team name is the Spoilers. Ooh, so I like that, though. We're, like we're not good one. enough to be the winners, but we're going to spoil your, your season. Yeah, I like that. I like that. You know that? We may not be great, but we're going to sneak one by you. Oh, and it may not, you're season. not going to see it coming, but we're going to get one. Like North Dakota State against Oregon, maybe. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's Ooh, it. It's the same kind of thing. It should be the spoilers. Oh, I like that. Cook has uh, no answer. I like it. Cook uh, has no answer right now. No answer. I like it. I like watermelon it. Watermelon and buttergum. <laughs> uh, Cairo, Georgia. They are the syrup makers. Well, I like that if one. That, too. I like if that, that doesn't strike fear. <laughs> Don't get near us. We're sticky. We're sticky. <laughs> Talk about being sweet on somebody. Man. Oh, man. Wow. I know. I yeah, like that's that. That's pretty bad. There you go. <laughs> uh, can't wait till we get that sound effect board dunbar maryland they are the poets oh no <laughs> can you wow. imagine being no. a football team called the poets no i don't think so the fighting poets are we the fighting poets at least and we're at least fighting poets not the fighting no? poets just the poets just the can po- we be the misunderstood poets Ooh. that's probably they, they probably like interject different things in there when they're talking to their buddies who do you play for uh the uh Poets. Uh, no, no, the the raging poets. Yeah, that's it. Or <laughs> <laughs> the rabid pay, pay, uh, poets. Yeah. Uh, Mount Clemens, Michigan. They're the battling bathers. Bath like B A T H E R S. Bathers. Yes. Like we're <laughs> They're fighting to take baths. It's a, it's a it's a guy. It's a guy that just came out of the shower with a towel around his waist. That's, that's what it, it is. And they were battling. The battle is bad. He's a sword in his hand. He's got a sword in his hand. <laughs> right. Are you sure? Are you sure we're gonna be like two guys with like towels popping each other? Uh, <laughs> that could be it. Uh, uh, yeah. I thought you were about to say something else. Yeah. I thought you were about to say something no, else. No. I was like, wait a Don't second, Cook. It's a family show. <laughs> this is a family show. <laughs> oh man. Um I got a few more here. Um let's see. Uh there's a school in Delaware. I can't even say the name of this school, but they're the Sallies. I thought, okay. Wow. <laughs> and the guy writing this article is that was Nancy's already taken. <laughs> That's cold. Um, Waters Meet, Michigan. They're the Nimrods. I kind of like the Nimrods. Yeah, I like well, I get it. I mean, nice. Nimrod was a, a mighty hunter in in the Bible, so but it has become more of a derogatory term. But yeah, it's definitely better than spoilers. Yeah. Uh, a team in Ohio, uh, Idaho. Uh, they're the Maniacs. Have you noticed that all these team names are like obscure places, like in well, Houston, yeah. Texas? Well, of course. I mean, oh no, this one's a really good one. Uh, 
Mars, Pennsylvania. They're the fighting planets. The fighting Ooh, I like planets. that. Fighting wow. planets. Okay, and then uh, I'll stop with this next one. Oh, no. No, wait. I got some more. Uh, I will save that last one in a minute. Uh, University of uh, California, Santa Cruz. They are the banana slugs. Okay. Like, wow. Okay. You, you got to watch out for those banana slugs. Uh, Yuma, Arizona. They're the criminals. <laughs> Truth and advertisement. Okay, and then I'm going to start wow. with this one. This is this one tops everything, in my opinion. Uh, a city up in Oklahoma is called Beaver. They are the Beaver Dusters. Uh, okay, I was like, what are you about to do? What are you about to say? Uh, yeah, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's bad enough. I mean, wait Beaver a Dusters. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm surprised that uh, Forney, Texas didn't make it on there. What are they for? They're, they're the Forney Gators. Oh. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Forney Gators. Hey, there, there's some teams in Texas that I know about that are, I, I just wrote them down. But there's the Winter's Blizzards, which is Winter near my Blizzards, home. Yeah. It's good. There's the Frost Polar Bears. I love that yeah. one. My hometown, of course, is the Monday Moguls, which there's, I've never heard of another mogul before, before that. Yeah, and then the Bronze Bulls, they're, they're the unicorns. Are you kidding so, me? Oh, are are, you, are they that. really the unicorns? They're really the unicorns, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, my they God. They're the unicorns. I don't know. I don't know how how intimidating you are when you come out there, and I don't know what color the uniform is. I don't know what the helmet looks like. Rainbow. What are you talking about? So yeah. Wow. So it might be that's rainbow great. bright on the side. I don't know. Dude, I have no idea. It might be rainbow bright on their side of the helmet. I don't know. That is bad, man. <laughs> that is. is that wow. worse than poets? Is that worse I, than poets? Is that what you're I, I don't think it's worse than poets. No. I'd rather be the damn poets than the unicorns. Really. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, you're a mythical creature? You don't want to be a mythical creature? You'd rather be a poet? <laughs> wow. I, I, out of all the ones I just mentioned, I love the frost polar bears. The frost polar bears sound And that's really in Texas? Cool. Yeah. Texas yeah. Who the hell is called the frost polar bears in Texas? What part of Texas are they in? They better be uh, in the Texas. panhandle, I believe. Okay. That's just, they better be in the panhandle. Yeah. Well, and the winters, winter's blizzard is over by, is over by Abilene. So winter's yeah. blizzards is over by Abilene. That's, I like that one too. Those two really are really popular. And and Texas uh, Texas football magazine came out with a like a bracket of sixty four teams to see who won, and I think it ended up being the Frost Polar Bears. I think who won it all. So yeah, oh yeah, there was a fighting koalas too. Columbia, Ooh, I like that fighting koalas. Fighting koalas, I like that. So where's the where's the sloths at? Why is there no sloths? That's too slow. What's wrong with sloth? Yeah, you know? too slow. We got slugs and we got unicorns and we've got syrup makers. Where's the sloths at? You know, where's the fruit? We're at if this show. Right? Where's the fruit? Where's the fruit? Where's the exactly. fighting watermelon? Where's the fighting watermelon? You know. Yeah, I don't know what you say about this. The angry. <laughs> <laughs> you, usually, I love your segments, but this is like so obscure. I'm just like, I, I don't know that. Yeah, wow. Well, I, I just I'm had like to go to. The, I, am, I am pissed off for the students in New Brownsville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you That's think the like players the from Washington feel thing. right now? Who cares? They're getting paid. These these poor kids don't have a choice. Yeah. Show up to well, school. I mean, Imagine what it's like when you get up to the football field. Oh, we gotta play the unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally make fun of them. I totally oh, would. Right? I would, play, I would no, totally make fun of them. I totally would. I would hey. trash talk that whole game. I would trash talk the players the whole game. Ah, you're yeah, gonna say Deadpool loves unicorns, so. Oh man. That's true. That's I, had some, does. I had some glitter in my gloves. <laughs> <laughs> First time I put my hands on someone and like I'd make glitter fly in the air. I'm going, oh look at that! Let's be unicorns today. <laughs> I totally missed this one. Rhode Island School of Design. 
I didn't even know they would have a mascot, but their mascot is Nads. <laughs> so how do you cheer that? Oh, oh Nads. Man. Oh, man. That's awesome. That, that's Deadpool's new favorite team right there. That's awesome right there. Go, Go Nads. I like that. Go Nads. <laughs> that can't be real. Uh, shoot. Oh, man. We could go on this forever. Oh, man. All right. We're going to we're gonna button up that segment. Cook, I know we're impromptu, but did you have a rant of the week? Just a small one. Just Talk a small one. Not, not too big a deal. Did y'all see – did y'all see the uh, – y'all seen what's been going on in the NBA bubble, right? Y'all been seeing they have yeah. zero COVID right? Zero, zero test, you know? Right. We talked about this in one of the things we talked about a couple weeks ago. Mons on this last week, week before, I talked about how people busted the bubble, you know, broke protocol, whatnot. Did y'all see y'all's boy Lou Williams? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Did you hear about this, Mullins? Yes. Lou, Lou yeah. Williams' grandfather passes away. And they're like, you know what? He needs to go. He needs to go be at his grandfather's funeral. Why is your ass at the strip club? <laughs> He's grieving. Well, why is your ass at the strip club? He's grieving. And you know what his excuse was? I, I needed to, I was going to get some chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was there to pick there. I was I was there to pick up a pickup order to get to get chicken wings. Maybe they and got the, the best chicken wings thing, in the town. Well, this is the sad thing. A lot of NBA players have come out talking about um I can't remember the name of that place. It's magic something. Something magic. Apparently, is, is like their chicken wings are like the best chicken wings ever. See, there but you still, go. Why is this dude <laughs> at the club getting chicken wings? Mm-hmm. Come on, club. man. I like how you see that at the club. <laughs> at the club getting <laughs> the chicken club. wings. He was horrible. And it's supposed to be at the house. He was hungry. He's getting chicken wings. And he was lonely. Whatever, man. <laughs> This, are, you, are, you, yeah. are you saying are you saying you never been to the strip club for the lunch buffet? Is that what you're trying to say? I'm saying that I've never been to the strip club for a lunch buffet. <laughs> <laughs> ever. <laughs> never have I ever stepped foot into any establishment for like that for the lunch buffet or to get the wings or anything like that. I'd be scared to eat at a place like that. I would not be eating anything at a place like that. No way, dude. Yeah. I believe we have lost Sosa. (laughs) No way, dude. That dude is full of crap, dude. He can say whatever the hell he wants. He's full of it. And now he's pissed that he got suspended for two games and fined $150,000. And he has to Mm -hmm. spend an extra 10 days in quarantine. Mm Mm-hmm. So are you? So I guess I, I'll tell you what. I hope those chicken wings were uh, worth one hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> You're little freaking the most Williams, expensive right? chicken wings in the world. You couldn't get them damn things Uber to you. You couldn't get them things delivered to the house. If you really wanted the chicken wings, I bet if you call them like, look, man, you know it's Lou. I'm up there all the time. I want mm-hmm. some chicken wings. You know, mm-hmm. I got this quarantine thing, but man, y'all hit me up with some chicken wings. You know they took care of him. Mm-hmm. Nah, this dude was not getting chicken wings. He can shut up, man. Whatever. Yeah. What awesome. if what if the stripper? Hey, what if the strippers were wearing a mask? Are you wearing, Are you okay with it if they're wearing a mask? Man, <laughs> did you see? <laughs> did you see the article? I saw an article, and I thought of Jesse Mallory as soon as I saw this. There is a drive-through strip club in Texas. Yeah, for COVID, in because Houston. of COVID nineteen. Yeah, a, a drive-through strip club. Mm-hmm. Drive-through strip club. That's an innovation. Lou Williams, Lou Williams can go through the drive-through strip, uh, strip club and pick up his wings. Oh, now you're now you're talking. Now right. you're talking. There you go. Now you're talking. Come on, Lou. Yeah, he's got to think ahead. He's gonna... Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> a good point. Come on, Lou. Yeah. You won me over now, Cook. You won me over with the argument. At first, I was all on Lou Williams' side, but after you said the drive-through <laughs> strip club, I'm on your side now. Tell you what, man, I almost flipped my rant to these daggum Nebraska unicorns, though, man, for real. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'd be so pissed if I was at that high school. What do you mean the unicorns? Man, I got, I'm transferring. Man, we went back to the other segment. I know, right? Damn team, can't go. <laughs> Jamal Adams can lead the Jets. I can lead the damn unicorns. 
Oh, that's awesome. Man. Yeah, but Lou Williams, man. That was that was my rant. Okay. I like that. Mullins, do you have any more on the Lou Williams thing? I, I like I said, no. look going me over after he said drive through strip club. I was like, now I'm pro cook. Yeah, no, man. He 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 just he was grieving and he was hungry. Give the man a break. Ooh, there you go. There you go. Let, let him slide a little bit, cook. Let it slide. Let him, let him slide. Let him slide. Man. We all we all grieve it's our own right. thing. This is like rice grain and yogurt. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're losing me now. You know, it was entertaining at first, but you're really losing me at this point. So. <laughs> that and you're trying to go back to the Mullins segment, so you know, you're, now you're hogging on Mullins' time. All know? right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, I am Mullins, so it is okay. Oh, you're right. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so it's okay. Dan Marino's great. <laughs> All right, Cook, give it. Somebody say Here something about Trent Dilfer now. He's there sitting Reno's great. Trent Dilfer is a quarterback. Uh, he's a quarterback, man. Or was. There you go. <laughs> wow. That's all I can give you. Wow. <sighs> Shoot. All right, guys. Hey, well, let's do this. Let's 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 button up this show at the last topic: Major League Baseball. Quote unquote, maybe in some trouble, some players testing positive for COVID. Maybe they went to the same place Lou Williams just went to. I don't know. Um, <laughs> maybe they went to the drive-thru. Maybe uh, maybe that's where they got it. I don't know. Anyway, Marlins players testing positive. Some coaches are testing positive. Marlins and Phillies apparently are both on pause right now. Cook, what do you think, man? What's going on? <clears throat> I think it's crazy. I think okay. they should have really thought about this through about their their the way they're doing things. I think it's interesting that they didn't know what they were going to do when this this big of an outbreak took place. I find it fascinating. I do think that it's kind of cool that they didn't just immediately just pause everything. I think yeah. that they're, I like that, that they're trying to work through the situation and say, okay, well, we're going to pause these two teams and we'll get everybody else rolling. We'll do some rescheduling, get them work around and see how that happens. I think if it, you know, if they, if they really want to push it, and Mullins and I talked about this last week with the NFL, if you want to just push it through and be like, look, man, these dudes are on the COVID list. They can't play for two weeks, but you got a game tomorrow. You, yeah. you got to pull people from the minors. Whatever you got to do, you got to get these dudes out here on the field. You got to field the team. You got to have nine players on the field tomorrow. I don't get I don't give a damn if you got a sign you know, down the street. You know, I, I would be that for that. You down for that? Just just for the chaos of it. I mean, yeah. you're going to do all this nonsense. Might, might as well just go full strength with it. All right, Mullins. Yeah, I like the way they're doing it. Um, I thought that was like Cook said. You know, limited it to just the Met or the Marlins. Um, and I think New York had to mess a game too, didn't they? The Yankees. Yeah, yeah they, a, they were going to play at Philadelphia, and that was the same. Uh, same uh, what do you call it? Take over, not dugout. Same uh, locker room that the uh, Miami uh, Miami was using right. two oh, days prior. Right. So, uh, but yeah, limited to that, and I think they've made it. You know, Marlins can't play the whole rest of the week. Um, you know, and if anything pops back up, who knows if they're going to be able to play next week either. But you know, if they need to bring some other players in, but get your games done. Uh, they're still trying to to play it. Um, with the, all the other teams, letting them go unless something uh, comes up with those guys. But um, I like what they're doing. Okay. All right. Uh, what about you, Sosa? I think I, – so I'm proud of MLB trying to push through and trying to scramble and make the schedules work. I, I'm very proud of that. I was afraid that the commissioner was going to be like, ah, everybody stop. Everybody stop for 10 days, and then we'll pick up the schedule back up all over again. I really thought that logistic-wise and things going on, that's what was going to happen. But the fact that they didn't do that was great. Now, uh, here's my here's my thing. Um, Dana White should give you a little bit of a blueprint about what to do so there's contingencies there to be ready to go. So meaning like, hey, if we tested positive and we wanted to keep playing, you should have somebody back behind you ready to go. Like pulling from your minors, like you were saying, Cook, 
Like, hey, if I need to pull 10 players real fast, I know where I'm pulling them from, and we're going to play ball. We're going to play ball. It doesn't matter what it is, who it is, we're playing ball. Secondly, this is, a, for me, this is a dry run for uh, the NFL. So I want the NFL to pay attention to what's going on because I want them to be like, you know what? We saw the troubles that we have in Major League Baseball. We need to make sure we get ahead of this right now. If that means increasing the roster size or whatever we got to do, um yeah that's what uh that's what i saw from all that so and i hope you're enjoying that picture because that's really nice I I envision. So. <laughs> that's the exact position i envision them in too <laughs> oh my son. i'm sorry i could not help myself no that was good i loved it i tried i tried to keep a straight face and i don't know if i did <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna give you, I'm gonna give you props uh so so for not breaking on that one because as soon as that came up i was like man what's going on my screen what is that? oh man oh and for the people for people listening to us uh i actually found it looks like a new Braunfels unicorns football team poster <laughs> it's got this big mostly unicorn uh in the center position about the heiko football on flames he's got this big grimace on his face looking as about as tough as he can but come on it's still somebody, a unicorn <laughs> somebody tell me why the football's on fire somebody tell me that why is the football on fire it's the flaming unicorns man <laughs> It's the flaming unicorn. <laughs> Mythical creatures play with fireballs. I mean, oh, fireballs, wow. Fireballs. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. All right. All right. Give it PG 13, everybody. PG 13. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry to, to wreck that segment, but I just found that and I Man. thought it was hilarious. <laughs> you didn't wreck it. You made more. What are talking about? It was a wrecking. It was awesome. This was great. This is uh, this is an impromptu show, man. This is good. I was just wondering if they had a unicorn on their helmets, but they don't. It just says NB for New Brunswick. Oh, now see, now I'm disappointed by that. See, now I'm disappointed by that. I really am. I was hoping for a unicorn on the side. You know, like, like the Denver logo, the Denver logo, but they yeah. put a horn on it. That's oh, that would have been money. Do. That would have been money. If I win the lottery, I'm buying them new helmets, and it's going to have a unicorn on it. Oh, I like it. I like it. Cook, what do you, what do you think, man? You're, you're, you're in deep thought over there. What are you doing? Khakis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have anything to say for this. Man. <sighs> All right, back back to the segment. Do you think do you think what Major League Baseball is going through as far logistic wise with players? Do you think this is a good dry run for the NFL to uh, see firsthand? I think so, but it also scares me for the NFL season. Because like I told Mullins last week, the last thing I want to see is the NFL season get started and then not finish. Mm-hmm. That would be worse than not even having it, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I've, uh, heard some, I've heard some owners already come out and say that they're wondering if that's going to happen or not. But we'll see. Mullins, what do you think? Is this a good dry run for the NFL as far as what they need to do logistic-wise? Um, I think so. I think they need to – because this will be a really good time for them to evaluate what everybody's doing and how they're doing it and what's working, and then they can do the opposite. Okay. So why don't we just do this? Why don't we just say, look, we know that the NFL season is probably not going to make it. Everybody else is doing crazy stuff. Why don't the NFL just do something crazy? Everybody else putting like half their teams in the playoffs. Let's just have the NFL do a, a NCAA-style 32-game, 32-team bracket, single elimination, and that's our winner for this year. You know, you, you, you're not crazy, Cook. You're not crazy, you know? I mean, I'm crazy, but you're not crazy. <laughs> just call it good. Then you can keep everybody in their own bubble. Mm-hmm. You have limited games. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about keeping everybody safe for 16 weeks. <clears throat> And just do and it. 
what are you gonna what are you gonna base this is let's just play theoretical again what are you gonna base your rankings on last year's records or what's gonna go happen? off of last go off of last season's records last season's records okay if you wanted to you can say okay the two, <clears throat> two conference champions or the top seeds and then everybody else gets drawn out of a hat okay all right i mean i'm not i'm i'm not i'm not uh disagreeing with you i would love to see something crazy like that so um it will never happen but <clears throat> I would rather see that than not finish the season. Okay. Speaking of NFL, let's let's end on this note right now. Actually, CBS Sports just came out and said that Joey Bosa agrees to a five-year, one hundred thirty-five million dollar extension that includes a record one hundred and two million guaranteed. Now I don't know the details of that, but that just popped up across my screen. So, so he just broke uh, Miles Garrett's uh, <clears throat> contract. He did. Is Miles Garrett better than Bosa? Because I think he is. I think he is. I definitely think he is. Why about you, Bones? You think he's better? Bones? Is he better? Uh, That's a good question. Is he better than Miles? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, Yeah. I mean, feel free to answer. This is the craziest Uh, ass show ever, man. I love it. And I love it, too. I love this stuff. Like, what are you doing, Mullins? Mullins, are you doing something it. shady? You're doing something shady. No, I'm trying feel. to get my picture back, and I can't. So I'm just, uh, man, I can't he's on the see. toilet. He's on the toilet. <laughs> Flaming <laughs> unicorns have got your ass. Now. <laughs> yeah. We were making fun of him, and now, uh, yeah. Now you got some sort of daggum <laughs> virus. <laughs> well, that's usually what oh, happens man. with a flaming <laughs> unicorn. Wow. No, I don't know if we ever laugh so much on this show. Oh man, it was a good run. We're gonna do this every week now. It was a good run. It was a good run. Ten shows, man. We made it ten shows. Ten shows. Now we're gonna get canceled. Spotify Spotify said, you know what, y'all are not serious enough for this show, so y'all get off here. So off of Spotify. Yeah. So check us on our website, guys. After this is all over with. (laughs) (laughs) Off our. Oh man. We'll let y'all know what the new show is called. That's right. That's right. We'll be back under a new show. So, Why is this stuff stuck on my screen? Because <laughs> I can't get rid of it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, everybody. Hey, that is the end of our show right here, guys. Mullins, what's the last word, man, since I can't see you anymore? <laughs> Unicorns. I can't get rid of them. <laughs> Cook, what's the last word, man? It's marshmallows and chocolate. <laughs> but those go together. Those go together, though. It's like flaming unicorns. It's more <laughs> oh, oh man! God. All right, guys. Hey, off our game podcast. Just uh, check us out on Facebook. Check us out on YouTube. Off our game podcast at gmail.com. I'm Brandon Sosa, Brian Cook, Karen Mullins. We're out, everybody. Good night. Good night.